Hi guys, I'm Oz and welcome to the AroCAD Talks. In this episode, we are going to explore the concept of Metaverse to discover the potential future of digital media. Today, we also have a special guest for you who will share his thoughts and opinions about the Metaverse and the potential future of our digitalized world. In our first episode, I already mentioned that Mark Zuckerberg considers Metaverse as the future of the Internet. Do you think that one of the big bosses of social media industry really made a reliable assumption? Is Metaverse a deeply uncomfortable version of a video game? It is hard to say for now. But I think that talking about Metaverse is like talking about the internet in the 1970s, where media had not been digitalized yet. At that time, it was impossible to argue that internet is going to revolutionize the way that we consume media and communicate. Therefore, the situation is pretty much same for the concept of Metaverse. Unlike the internet, Metaverse is not a specific type of a technology. Instead, it is a new way of interacting by using the technology. The term Metaverse simply refers to a network of three-dimensional virtual worlds focused on a social connection. On the other hand, we can't say that Facebook aka Meta's vision of future is just to make money by selling virtual clothes in virtual shopping malls. The main vision here is to create metaverse by using emerging media technologies like virtual reality and augmented reality. We have a limited time here, so I will call virtual reality as VR and augmented reality as AR. VR is the technology behind creating persistent virtual worlds while the technology of AR is being used to combine these digital worlds with our physical world to create a fully digitalized world. By this way, Meta aims to be the owner of whole Metaverse, not just selling the clothes and being the owner of a warehouse in a huge Metaverse. Please come and visit Mark's warehouse to buy your shirts and pants. <laughs> for me, it's not possible for Meta to be the owner of whole Metaverse if their vision is like that. Anyway, we can't ignore the fact that there is a translation into a digital economy where users can create, buy and sell goods. Normally, we buy our clothes from the malls and then wear them in the real world, right? Of course, and right now we are doing exactly the same thing in video games and other online platforms. But nowadays we have a key limitation. We can only sell virtual identities, avatars and inventories that belong to just one platform. In the future, thanks to a metaverse, we will be able to create a complete persona of ourselves virtually. Then we might buy some items with our digital selves, for example an avatar, and copy our avatar from one social network to another. In other words, we will travel digitally between all social networks in that metaverse, like we travel across the countries. I can hear you saying that, yeah, but are not those things you mentioned already exist in video games like PUBG, Fortnite or Apex? Well, the answer is both yes and no. Saying that a video game, for instance Fortnite is the metaverse, would be a bit like saying Google is the internet. Yes, they can buy and sell items in the video games. But these virtual worlds do not interact with our physical world. So, the video games mm, do not cover the entire scope of the metaverse. Nowadays, the technology giants like Microsoft and Facebook, oh sorry, Meta, are investing in this idea. Microsoft thinks that a metaverse could include virtual meeting rooms to train new hires, while fa FOR f SAKE! Meta seems to think it will include fake virtual houses you can invite all your friends to chill out there. 
At one point during Meta's presentation on the Metaverse about 4 months ago, they showed a scenario in which a young woman is sitting on her couch scrolling through Instagram when she sees a video her friend posted of a concert that's happening in the other side of the world. Then, the video cuts to the concert where woman appears in an Avengers-style hologram. From this point, she is able to make eye contact with her friend who is physically there and they are both able to hear the concert at the same time. They can also see the floating text shifting above the stage. I think that's cool, but it also brings us to the biggest issue with the metaverse. Technological limitations, of course. We can easily say that there are some limitations that might be impossible to overcome in time. For example, VR headsets are still very uncomfortable and most people experience motion sickness or physical pain when they wear them for too long. To be honest, I cannot stop myself to think of how people will interact with each other within a metaverse like they do in real life. So, how are the technology companies going to find alternative solutions for these physical limitations? by getting help from the holographic woman from Meta's presentation? I don't think so. For me, these companies should focus on every technical question raising behind the concept of Metaverse instead of showing some crazy wild demos about the possible future like the holographic lady in the concert. Today, you can imagine Metaverse as a concept under the development with baby steps. Although there are digital concepts where you can go with your online avatar wearing the clothes you bought online, we are still too far away from more advanced digital worlds like in Ready Player One movie where everyone works, plays and shopping there. I cannot guarantee whether people even want to hang out in Metaverse with animated Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> anyway, let's welcome our special guest, Yunus Lukinger. He is an assistant professor doctor at Arukat who has his expertise in digital game design. Hello Yunus. Hello. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? We are perfectly fine as well. So I have few questions about Metaverse for you. What do you think about the potential future of the concept of Metaverse? I do believe that it has a very bright future. I mean, we're looking at something that we've been developing for a very long time, so the foundations are already set. Mm -hmm. And we're just looking at the potential integration of other things that we are still having or struggling with. We are kind of trying to combine digital world with our physical world, basically. Yeah, essentially when we're looking at uh, Metaverse, we're talking about something where we're trying to mimic the real world as much as possible in a virtual environment. When we're looking at these kind of technologies, they're constantly being developed. So augmented realities and uh, virtual realities, we, we are able to go, for example, to another place and see a concert or see the view. We also mm -hmm. have the vice versa where we are using holographic technologies to create concerts of animated characters we have idols such as Miku oh it's your favorite one <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say my favorite per se but like I've been following it just purely because I like the whole concept of it mm -hmm. of having a completely animated character being an idol wow. and it's been like ages now we I think it's like 13 to 14 years that we have this kind of character but it sounds so futuristic isn't it it is it is part of the future I mean it was also shown as the way of the future kind of uh, release at mm -hmm. the time so you said that there is an animated character as a digital virtual musician so um, I think that reminded me the video game industry, you know, you are an expert on game design. And what do you think about the video games like PUBG and Fortnite? Do you consider them as the smaller scaled metaverses? So when we're talking about games and the game industry, I do believe that they help a lot in terms of developing because it's the entertainment sector and 
many people like to be entertained. <laughs> yeah, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> so we see a lot of developments in terms of virtual reality or augmented reality coming up with new ways of how to use the technology. So I do believe the industry itself is pushing forward many technologies that will sometime help to put the foundation of a what we consider to be a metaverse right now. Yeah, but one concern for me could be the technological limitations. For example, the virtual reality equipment such as VR glasses. For me, they are really uncomfortable. This is something that we have, like we're constantly developing, like the previous uh, VR technologies, they were much more bulkier, much bigger, mm -hmm. but as soon like the time passes and the technology develops, and more people start using it, more more investment and research is being done on it. Mm -hmm. So we constantly say upgrade. So the newer models that we see, they are actually just like a headset on your head. So it's mm -hmm. like, it feels a little bit more like wearing a helmet. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And COVID-19 pandemic, for my opinion, pushed up the developments in the area of metaverse. So do you think that COVID-19 had a huge impact on the process of developing the metaverse? Most of the fields we see a lot of decline because of the pandemic. I mean, obviously there was a lot of economical crisis going on. But uh, when we're looking at the, in terms of metaverse, it made a lot of uh, fundamental shifts in the industry. Mm -hmm. Before the whole pandemic situation, many companies were still having this kind of wedge between remote working. Mm -hmm. But uh, nowadays we see that kind of shift in the structure of big companies where they actually are more willing to take people that want to work remotely. Mm -hmm. And this is also driving the technology towards having virtual environments or virtual meetings where they can discuss as if they were in one place. So this mm -hmm. has all been developing our system quite well. So do you think that Meta will own the Metaverse? Uh, I don't think that they're going to be owning the Metaverse. I mean, when we're looking at the whole story about which company is going to be the most powerful in this sector, Mm -hmm. uh, we see that many people have their doubts about uh, Meta, which was previously known as Facebook. Mm -hmm. Like, especially in terms of privacy, they are very, <laughs> not very known to be good with privacy. Mm -hmm. And there are even some statistics where I saw that uh, out of 35 companies, Meta is currently rated as like the 21st in terms of privacy. Yeah, we saw them when they were Facebook. Exactly. <laughs> Okay, and I heard that people started to buy some areas in the futures metaverse, paying money and actually buying something like a house or an apartment. So if you have a house in metaverse, where do you want to be? Well, uh, it's kind of interesting for me. I mean, when we're looking at it, we're talking about a virtual reality. Uh, I would most likely go on some kind of alien planet or fantasy <laughs> world. I, I'm really a fan of sci-fi and fantasy. So I'd definitely go and have my house in a go goblin city or something. Or maybe uh, close to the area 51 of the metaverse. <laughs> <laughs> or with elves, you know. Elves. <laughs> Living on big trees, yeah. treehouse. <laughs> I think that's possible, though. Not a treehouse, a tree mansion, you know. <laughs> yeah, luxury stuff. <laughs> okay, Yunus, thank you very much for being our guest today. I thank you. Thank you for inviting me as well. Do you want to say something to our audience before you leave? 
I would say that, I mean, when we're looking at these kind of new metaverse technologies and so on, buying places and so on, I don't think that, I mean, it's somehow a gamble again, like if it's going to be valuable or not kind of situation. Mm -hmm. So I would really suggest to take care about what you're doing with it. You shouldn't spend something that you're not willing to lose. Yeah, obviously, you shouldn't gamble. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you should search about it and then you just want to dig inside it. Exactly. I mean, in cryptocurrencies, we see it all the time. Like, okay, it goes up to 60,000 and people are like, oh, definitely it's going to go up higher. So they invest while it's at yeah, the top. They say, I'm going to be rich. But then... <laughs> I'm going to be rich. And then we see that it just drops. And yeah, it's very vol volatile because it's something very new, especially Metaverse and crypto. These are quite new concepts. Mm -hmm. And you should be taking care of what you're doing with it, what you're investing in it. Okay, Yunus, thank you very much. Have a nice day. Thank you very much. Bye. Many thanks to Yunus for being our guest today. Sadly, this is the end of this episode for today. Thanks for listening us and please make sure you follow our cat talks on Facebook, Instagram and Spotify. Please stay tuned for the next episode where we will talk about the technology of virtual reality and its potential future. I'm Oz and hasta la vista guys. Wow, wow, wow.